Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we have someone we met at the Mannheim, uh, Pennsylvania Reawaken America event, someone that's doing something very unique that she is waking up, speaking up, and showing up in her own community, and we wanted you to hear her story. Welcome to the show, Sharla Miller. Yay! Welcome. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you so much. Absolutely glad to have you on the show. I was excited to have this opportunity. I would love for you to share with the Flyover family. You moved from California to Florida, and you've done something unique to pull your community together. Share the story with us, please. Well, when um, I made the decision to leave California, which had been my home all my life, uh, with a few years in, over in Idaho, uh, I, I I sold everything. Uh, what was happening in California wasn't something that I could uh, maintain or stay. So I had an opportunity to come here to Florida. Um, I believed without any question I was led here by God. And my son was uh, at that time in Orlando. So I came out here to Florida to check it out. I ended up um, traveling all through Florida. And when I went back to Los Angeles, sold everything, and a month later drove across country by myself wow. with whatever. I decided to keep whatever I really loved uh, in my midsize SUV. Wow. Uh, along the drive, I had been listening to a couple of different Patriots, Pam Popper's one of them. She's over in Ohio and Dr. Christian Northrup, and they greatly influenced a lot of things and as well as gave us a lot of support, gave, gave us listeners a lot of comfort. But Pam talked about having a Thursday night potluck. And I grew up in a, a Methodist church. Yep. Uh, my family was all you know, in that level of community and we had picnics and we had potlucks. And so I got that in my mind that when I got here, however it worked out and wherever I landed, got a home, got a job, that I would start having these potlucks. And I knew- I think it's an incredible idea. <laughs> well, it, well, anything that, that goes towards pulling people together, it's, it's, it's uh, across the grain, it's counter- to what they've tried to do over the last few years. If they can divide people and have you alone, isolated and masked, and you think you're, you know, it creates fear. When you pull people together, community, that's how we're, we're designed. We're, we're herd-like creatures. You know, God made us to be in community. So pulling people together is a really empowering thing. It, it, I mean, it was the only thing that made any sense. Yeah. I mean, I'd heard so much, uh, you know, I drove, met a couple people and did some stops along the way to meet with friends. Uh, stayed with a couple friends here and there. Um, but the only thing that made sense is, number one, we all eat, right? Yep. Uh, number two, we all sometimes like to eat too much. But the bottom <laughs> line was, you know, I mean, we all love food. We're all going to eat. And I thought, let me find like-minded people and let's talk about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Because it, at that period of time, it was early days. Um, and though this is still early days, but it was early days. And I thought, I have to sit next to people and look at them in the eye. I will not wear this mask. That completely was traumatic for me, so many people. And if we could sit down and, and break bread. Yes. That's what I grew up in. Goes along with what you've said about bringing even cultures it, together. It does. I got this idea. This is kind of a side note, but it's like there's like dream I like to do maybe in the future for for flyover, and that's bring people together that would not normally uh, have a, have an overlap. You know, and it could be like maybe a 
you know, former gang member from a big city and maybe a, you know, a, a Jewish background and a Muslim and, 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 and have them like eat and, and they bring the food that's, a, that's part of their history and come together. Now, while it's easy to identify those things, those people have in, you know, different from each other, there would also be a lot of overlap. You start getting past the obvious. It's very quick of like, Oh, I love my daughter. You love your daughter. Oh, you want this. I want that. Like there'll be so much overlap and there's something that's, that's very personal and intimate about eating. There's a vulnerability to eating. You know, it's, it's, you know, you want to be careful on a first date, what you eat. You don't want anything falling out of your mouth. You know, there's, there's so much about eating that's intimate and personal and, and it's, it, it creates a vulnerability that brings people together. And there's all, always this, the built in subconscious level of, if you don't eat, you die. You know, and so there's like, hey, we all have to do this yeah. in order to live. And so and we come said, together over that idea. You even said like bringing special dishes that are, yeah. you know, unique to them. Well, that was something when I was talking to Sharla. Sharla, you said the food is unbelievable because people are bringing, hey, this is my specialty Caesar salad. This is my incredible yep. macaroni and cheese. They're bringing their best to the public. Everybody kind of has their big haymaker. You know, like this. I'm not a great cook, but this thing here is money. You know, yeah. it's been in my family for, you know, 50 years, you know. It's, it's true. I mean, it's really true. I mean, people, the only time, and this is a true story, the only time it got to be a little dicey at one of our uh, potlucks, and this was, I mean, we just sort of have finished our rainy season. We were doing our uh, meetings out at a place called The Hollow, and I don't know if you met Vic Maller. Um, he was up there on stage uh, with uh, General Flynn. Okay. And uh, we were in the midst of a tropical storm, which is somewhat like a hurricane at times. And the place that we were in was dripping the ceiling. <laughs> and this one woman insisted, she's like, I have to have my, my, um, what is it? My crock pot plugged in. And we're like, and water <laughs> was coming out of the outlets. And, you know, one of my, uh, Thomas, one of my, uh, friends, and also the guy that does the tech on uh, for us said, you know, Sharla there that's, that's the hollow. And, but that's we were inside because it was raining and somebody said, no one's going to come today. We had 72 people with rain coming through the ceiling and also through sort of the electrical outlets. And this one woman insisted that her dish be um, plugged be in. Pl plugged in. <laughs> oh, no. And that got a little dicey that day. Uh, <laughs> I just think this is such a great idea, you know, because in it, in a time where most people come home, they pull their car in the garage, they put down their garage door. A lot of people don't even know the name of their neighbors. You know, you're doing the exact opposite. And community is critical. It is critical. We have had people uh, that uh, found us uh, in Canada. And when they've been down here, have joined us. We have people, because we've been on some other podcasts, Jesse and I, uh, have come as far as Tampa or or Naples. And we're we're just you know, it's just breaking bread. And there is a quote in the Bible. And I remember one of my spiritual, um, I want to say sisters along this path told me that, you know, God would provide our daily bread. And I always say this to people that are, are bugged or are, you know, bent out of shape about a lot of this stuff. Cause truly I have been as well, but boy, I'll tell you, I've always had to come back to, you know, what I remember growing up in the church and God, promised us daily bread. And I said, they, he, God didn't say he would give us a five course meal. Right. And so that's, this has been a humbling experience for millions of us, billions of us around the world. But the one thing that seems to always, uh, 
you know, go through that divide across all barriers is to be able to smile, to be able to look into your eyes, to be able to share a plate of food, to be able to share ideas, to be able to share our hearts and our voices. I totally agree. So if somebody wants to learn more about what you're doing, they can go to sarasotafreedomfriends.org, sarasotafreedomfriends.org. You have links there, you have an about us, and you also have a join us. And so they could join your newsletter if they are in your area, they can join it. But they obviously also thinking as we were talking through this, this is a great idea for people to get ideas for their own area. If someone's in Kansas or Portland, Oregon, they could sign up for your newsletter just to learn more about what you're doing and then just recreate that in their own areas. I, I'm just looking at your, you even have a link to JP Sears on there. You know, uh, it's you know, laughter is a part of it. If yep. there was an EMP tomorrow, people would still want to gather around, you know, I got some baked beans and you got some, ch- everybody has to bring something and you, somebody would be telling jokes. Somebody would bring an acoustic guitar. We're still drawn to music. We would still yep. like, like those are the things that are essential that make us unique from the animals. You know, and 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 it, like we said, the in God's image part is that desire to be together, to laugh, enjoy music. You know, the mathematics that go into music that we all recognize. You know, chords and harmony. Yep. Like these are the things that make us great. It's not our smartphones and the satellites and and all of these kind of things. These are the most human attributes we have. And eating and community is critical. We've kind of gotten so far from that that it's crazy that this is a good reminder. Right. That we need to come back together. And you know, there's a lot of people here in Flyover Country got these Baptist roots, you know, and the Corningware yeah, dishes and all that. It's all like done potlucks. It, it's, <laughs> but it's potlucks. it's Me more too. necessary now than ever. I totally yeah. agree. And there's there's another component to this, and I know the two of you know this, uh, based on what is happening with statues being brought down and history being erased, and that being a uh, a very um, exact scenario that they are doing. One of the things that our elders know, and I know probably both of you have sat around with your grandparents or aunts or uncles or cousins or somebody that you've known an elder in your family, storytelling. Storytelling is essential to keeping us, you know, like together. Um, I love telling some stories of certain family members. And, you know, when we've gotten together, and I hate to say it this way, but when, when we've gotten together at, say, the funerals, right, of our aunt or our uncle and people sitting around with a plate of food and telling the story of my aunt that did this yep. and the laughter that comes out of it and the connection that comes out of it is really significant, especially right now. You're exactly I right. I love it. You guys, Charlotte, you're, you're an inspiration. I love this. Love meeting you. This is why people need to come out to the reawaken America events because you know, you, you, everyone wants to see Mike Liddell or Flynn or little Mike or, you know, whatever, you know, who your person is, but it's, it's meeting each other yep. that people walk away with. So we go to Sarasota freedom, Sarasota freedom, If you're not in Sarasota, which more than likely you're not, think about how you can apply this in your area. We need 80 million people doing one thing each day to save their own country, not sitting back waiting for one person to do 80 million things to save it for us. And Shara, you're one of the the 80 million for sure. Thank you so much, Sharla. Hey, Flyover family. This is David and Stacey Whited. We are at the Reawaken America event. It is incredible. And look who's behind us, Eric Trump. It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time to be in, in Washington, Idaho, the Northwest. It's our second time out in this part of the country, and the people are going 
crazy. They're excited. They're coming out of the woodwork because they're realizing they're not the only Patriots. They're not at home left alone, isolated by themselves. They're coming out, and they're with 8,000 other Patriots uh, at a racetrack because this is what you got to do to save America. And everybody's high-fiving each other. They're giving each other hugs. They're coming around. They are just excited to be a part of this movement that is truly making a difference. They are waking up, they're speaking up, and they are showing up. You all know that we all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. We need 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. And that's what's happening right here with this incredible crowd. And you know, it's so important that you get together with other patriots. It's so important. That's why they isolated you, had you by yourself for two years, put a mask over you. They don't want to see your smile. They don't want you out in public. They don't want you around other patriots. But when you do, you get awakened. You get excited. you got to be here at the next one. We're going to Pennsylvania. We're going to be going to Branson, Missouri. There's only two events left. So get your tickets. Come out and see us. You have to be there. You do not want to miss it. We'd love to have you come to the meet and greet. It's going to be an incredible event. You know, during the revolution, they got together in bars and pubs. They got together every different little place they could, and they talked about what it would be like if our country was free. What would it be like to not live under a king and tyranny? You know what? That's what we need right now, getting together, sharing good yes. ideas with each other. Then you take those back home, and you get to work. That's where it starts, though. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.